This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. I ruined it. I did not you ruin ruined it. ruined it like Jake Gyllenhaal ruined everything. <laughs> <laughs> ruined Taylor Swift's life. Yeah. Well, hopefully you can write a hit album <laughs> about how I ruined the beginning of this podcast. Maybe I will. I've got six new poems coming out in February, guys, and four of them are about the divorce. Yeah. So saddle up. Get ready, gang. Including I bet one hybrid poem that's about the divorce and Taylor Swift. It's all coming together. It's all, all happening. happening downtown. It's all downtown. <laughs> Just like the song says. Sheena style. It's all happening. <laughs> it's not happening downtown. <laughs> downtown. No. <laughs> what does Sheena say about it's all ha- just it's all happening? Just uh, Sheena says that it's all happening. That's what happens. It's all happening. That's the <laughs> is that a Sheena voice? She has kind of a real Kermit voice. Oh, just Kermit. all the time. Yeah, <laughs> piggy <Kermit> shenanigans <laughs> <laughs> because we're good as gold. It's a Rainbow little bit of it's like connection. a it's a Muppet voice. I feel like it might might not be a Kermit voice. The but. lovers, the dreamers. We're good as gold. Good as gold. <laughs> All right. Well, we have some stuff to talk about, I guess. Barely. I mean, this uh, men tell all was boring even by men tell boring all standards. AF. Actually, counter argument. Okay. I thought it was kind of delightful. I just don't have that much to say. I actually was more entertained by this one. Because I feel like the guys were a little looser. Like, Adrian's just out there dropping F-bombs. Oh, but for a while he wasn't because he was censoring his real self. You're censoring yourself, man. Why'd you censor yourself just now? Certainly not standards (sighs) and practices of ABC. Do you know what one of my worst fears is now? What? Global warming. And also that I'm going to be attracted to Brayden when he goes on Paradise. I hate it when that happens. You might be. Oh, I feel like no, Paradise. I mean, Jesse Palmer happen. already yeah. said he was like in his element. He looks like a like B-list pirate of the Caribbean. I just, he's like has all his tattoos. Sure, his earrings yeah. are getting wilder and he wilder. He is made for Paradise. That's, I, I mean, know. that's very clear. And I right. feel like against my better judgment, I'm gonna find him attractive. You are, yeah. Oh no, you're gonna fall it's for the Braden. Paradise Curse. <laughs> the Paradise <laughs> Paradox. I feel like that happens a lot. Where mm-hmm. like people that I liked on the regular season, I don't like. Sure, Connor the cat. I'm talking a meow. <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh, I didn't talk about this on our separation anxiety podcast. First of all, I would love to just give one more shout out to that contestant that went because I did forget how delightful that was during that whole season. Yeah. That's like a top 10 ever bachelor moment for me. And 
Connor dressed as a cat. Like, what is that guy doing? You loved it, though. No. Yes, you did. You loved it. And I remember talking to somebody at a party who said that they had heart eyes when they first saw Connor the cat. Who was it? Somebody at one of those murder mystery parties that was like, because I was so, like, taken aback by this very strong. A positive response. Strong response. Well, I do remember liking that he committed to the bit. It was a little bit like watching Cats the musical because you would see him just like in the background of the mansion like licking his ears I have a Connor <laughs> cat in mind uh, Connor the cat will do what he do do <laughs> there's no do anything about who I who I did no He's always on the wrong side of every door. Uh, Connor the cat does not have the BDE of... um, Who's the real BDE cat? Oh, Rum Tum Tugger. Rum Tum Tugger. Oh, he's no Rum Tum Tugger. Jason (laughs) Derulo. I have to say that Cats has been the gift that is kept giving in terms yeah. of this podcast. Yes, thank you, I Andrew mean, Lloyd Webber. It's just like endlessly, it somehow everything comes back to cats. I don't even know how it happens. A, because it's such a wide variety of songs, references, that's cats. <laughs> I mean, I think it's just that we really like saying he will do as he do do. <laughs> Uh, I also like saying um, he is quiet, he is small, he is black from the head to the tip of his tail. I feel like there's a lot of there's a lot to be had there. Oh, there's a lot to talk about. I mean, we've recorded a whole episode. Grizabella about it. the glamour cat. When can't you reference that? Well, and she's no glamour cat anymore. Her glamour days have faded. Yep, she's like uh, she's like Trista Sutter showing up at this uh, Mintel all. So I fast forwarded through that. I thought Trista looked great. I I don't have a strong opinion about it because again I fast forwarded through that section. I enjoyed I didn't do my job. Um, Deanna, who's going through a divorce, being like, "I'm living my best life. I'm great." Good for her. You a, and her. Yeah, it was a bold choice to bring a divorcee on as yeah. like a bachelorette success story, or just like a mentor. But I think that that's good because it's like I'm sort of your cautionary tale, but also like. Things will be okay. Yeah, she it's, made it's a, you, She right? got in a good joke about how she was going to apply to be on the Golden Bachelor <laughs> if they needed a Golden Bachelorette. <laughs> that is a good joke. Yeah, yeah, no, it was good. She seemed great. Maybe I shouldn't have fast forwarded through this. I fast forwarded through Gary. Okay, I so between the two of us, we watched we the whole all thing. Of it. Awesome. Yes, <laughs> I watched the man because a man was talking. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and I needed to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got some shout outs? I got a couple. Um, Lily uh, wants to know when I'm launching my Taylor Swift podcast right now. Okay, so what is it going to be called? Just me singing all too well every episode. It's a 10 minute podcast. Until we hit the 50 minute mark. (laughs) Over and over again. It's gotta have, I mean, there's gotta be a good name for this, right? Uh, is it well? So she wanted to know if it would. I would like it to be a t- Taylor Swift Bachelorette hybrid. How would we swing that? I mean, we shove a lot of things. This is that's almost a cat's podcast, this... anyway. Yeah, 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 that's true. And a lot of Taylor Swift references. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of Bravo. A lot of Bravo. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a basically a Bachelor, Cats, Taylor Swift, Bravo, yeah. John Cicada podcast. I need to know who's out there watching the new Roni 
And how much you hate Jessel if you are. <laughs> Just the name alone, I already oh, hate Jessel. Uh, Jessel? I also got told that I am Jenna Lyons, which I'm a little bit offended by and a little bit like, yeah, that's accurate. So, who Jenna told Lyons you that you were Jenna was, Lyons? Chris told me that I was Jenna okay, Lyons. Yes. The, she was the creative head, maybe mm-hmm. CEO. Of J. Crew. Oh, okay. She's the one who she got divorced and then got outed by the Post as a lesbian. Uh, and she's with a woman now, very happy. She wears a lot of baggy jeans and sweatshirts to everything. Okay. And that was what sealed the deal, apparently. <laughs> you don't wear a lot of baggy sweatshirts. Well, actually, you're wearing a baggy sweatshirt <laughs> right, now. right now. Right now. Yes, even though it's like 90 degrees outside. It's my T-Swift sweatshirt. It's my Era's sweatshirt. This is all coming together. <laughs> I'm Grizabella. <laughs> used you to once be were so glamorous. glamorous. Not anymore. <laughs> Um, I would love, I would, Taylor's, a Taylor Swift podcast would be on my list of considerations if I ever launched a second one. What would your new podcast be other than the wildly popular techcom podcast that you already run? The techcom podcast is equivalent to the popularity of this podcast. So wildly popular. So wildly popular. Um, I, I'm gonna have to think about it for a minute. I don't want to just blurt something out. Wow. Yeah. Well, I don't want to just blurt something out. I'll think it over. Right. I want to commit to this podcast. Divorced dads. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, part of the thing is you got to do some research. Like, there's a lot done on divorced dads podcasts. Like, what's my. Yeah, there's. What's my. I think there's a lot of, like, female centric divorce podcasts out there, but maybe that's just what I was being hit with. Sure, that's what the algo was sending your yeah. way. Yeah. I just, I would want to find something that was like... Very niche? Niche or just like it hasn't been done to death, you know? Well, good luck with that. I mean, we also, we do have a Bachelor podcast and there are probably 500 <laughs> Bachelor podcasts. I have to believe that we are one of the older running, I'm not going to say oldest, but we are one of longest the older, running, longest running yeah. Bachelor podcasts We're sort there. of the golden Bachelor podcast. Yeah, we're, we're Gary. <laughs> Gary? It's Gary. Gary. Yeah, it's yeah. Gary. I'm going to mess yeah. that up all season. All season long. I'm going to have to think Golden Gary. Golden Gary. Yeah. The goose that laid the Golden Gary. <laughs> Does Gary wear Golden Goose sneakers? Probably not because he's not ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know what your shoes are if they don't say sneaker? On the back. Are those sneakers? Oh, wait, they are. It says sneakers on the You're back of them. very jealous of these sneakers. How often do you wear these sneakers i wear them often enough okay i'm just curious well what kinds of responses do you get from the the general public Uh, well i haven't thrown up on them so i haven't had to replace them yet that's why you buy hundred dollar dad shoes that's why one day you're gonna be driving home (laughs) from a date and throw up all over yourself and have to throw your dad shoes away we're just kind of living different lifestyles (laughs) out here (laughs) some of us have stomach problems (laughs) Okay. All right, you got some more shout-outs? Yep. Sarah, I want to give you credit. She sent me what appears to be a very funny TikTok about Bethany Frankel's interview with Raquel. Now that she's insisting on being called Rachel, I will revert back to Raquel. This is like Musk trying to make Twitter X. Like, you're not going to do what they say. Yeah, nope. 
You tell me it's Rachel. Guess what, bitch? It's Raquel. <laughs> nice try, Raquel. Uh, I haven't watched it yet, Sarah, because I'm wait. I have listened to about twenty minutes of the podcast interview. I am trying to make it through. I am not really getting any new content from Raquel. It's just a lot of it's. Uh, it's a lot of bullshit. I think y'all tell me what you think. Okay, I'm very interested. They've been showing a lot of clips of like the whole gang is out there filming again. Sandoval's out there with Ariana. I saw there was a conspiracy theory uh-huh. that Scandaval was generated for ratings. I hadn't seen that back in July. I mean, that's just I saw do that you like have... in March. I saw, I saw that like 12 years I ago. I did. I made an infinity of those theories at was, scout camp. When I was born, that theory was in yeah, the waiting room. I invented that theory. <laughs> but well, I want your take on it. My take on it. So I'll give a little bit even extra layer to Ooh. that theory. What I heard was that Ariana and Tom were going to break up anyway and that Ariana mm. wanted off the show and that she kind of was like, I'll, like, we can do it this way so that it bumps the ratings up, like gets everyone a lot of money and, and then I'm going to make my exit. But that's not what what has happened because she's still on the show. Okay, but it seems like Sandoval would be slow to agree to this because it seems like it's really hurt his band. Uh, well, first of all, I don't know if it has. He's still on Instagram promoting live shows. I saw one today. And I will say time heals all wounds because I was thinking, you know, maybe I'll click on that link and see where the shows are. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing a little Sandoval. It seems like you can weather a lot of these storms if you just kind of keep your head down. If you just stay in the game. Right, and just stay in the game. Even though, like, it also seems like he's sort of a narcissist and doesn't care. That's what I was going to say. I think he's very much of the Heidi Montag. Like, I, I think he's... I don't think that he necessarily thinks, like, all, all fame is good fame. Uh-huh. Um, I all don't publicity think is he, good publicity. Yeah. I think he thought that he was beloved enough and had enough of the, like, fan base core that he would be fine, mm-hmm. which I'm not sure if that's proving to be true, but at least he's still on the show. Um, and well, he's got to stay on the show. Well, he really benefits from the fact, like, this show is full of monsters. I mean... Mm-hmm. Jax had sex with Kristen Doty when Stassi's best friend and he was dating Stassi. Like, it's all, this is all... They're all terrible. Yeah. And uh-huh. that is a point that Raquel makes at various points when she's been interviewed. She hasn't been interviewed that much, but it was made at the reunion. Bethany made it like... Everyone on this show has been caught in compromising positions. Caught with their hands in the cookie jar. So, yeah. So yes. there is a little bit of a like... Wow, this is a really strong reaction for a show that has profited off people behaving like human garbage for a decade. But the show wants the reaction. Yeah, and they got it. And the conspiracy theory is some of it based on the fact that Sandoval just like lends itself to a catchy Scandoval name. Scandoval. I mean, they're like, if someone else was named like Johnny, like, Schmontroversy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe, like, let's get this guy in the midst and of a social media firestorm. And Randall's on there, too. So now we got the Randall scandal. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. All these different names. Just lend the pun is right there. You just got to make the scandal to go with it. We really put our money on the wrong horse when it came to entertaining reality TV to I podcast. Know. This is a horse that needs to be taken out and shot. It does. It really does. <laughs> this horse, the bachelor horse, would be great glue. Uh, 
right I did, now. I did enjoy this episode, though. Like, okay. I feel like Jesse was kind of razzing oh, people. Oh, Jesse was having a great time. Je- Jesse was Jesse in his was element. feeling himself. And I guess, do you have more shout-outs? We have the shout-out from Aim Dame, who mm-hmm. sent us a funny cunt meme okay thanks aim dame we, she did she sent it to us three times yeah matter of fact we got we got the message aim dame yeah. <laughs> no i'd like to see it again can we <laughs> a please few more times play it again <laughs> um, we should put it on our did you put it on our insta uh i will yeah put it I on will. our insta oh and big shout out to tofu gestapo who just sent both of us a john cicada video yes i, would I got like mine to via gmail that song that i thought was john cicada really sounds nothing like john nothing cicada. at all no yeah. nothing at all i think um maybe i was thinking of something else did you extend an apology straight to john cicada and his family i tweeted at him and his fans the cicada heads <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, you know who I did tweet at who didn't tweet back? What? Michael Bolton. I what are you tweeting at Michael because Bolton Because we put, for? said, I loved you, but I lied Let's in there. Let's call attention to the fact that we're using a bunch of licensed music <laughs> at the end of our podcast every episode. <laughs> hey, hey, we played your whole song. Yeah, I tweeted the head of Sony Records. <laughs> <laughs> that, um... Come was, and get me. <laughs> that was the most airplay that song's gotten in years. He should love it. That song is great. Oh, no, it's great, but no one's... It's underappreciated. I feel like we... One time played that song for the kids because they got real into it and Lila did like a dance to it. Are you remembering this? I kind of. I also want that to be true. So yeah. I feel like I'm manufacturing a memory right now. I think that it, it is a real memory. Okay, but I whatever I'm thinking of is manufactured in I my brain. I will try and find that video. Yeah, I would love it to exists. see that. Yeah. That's it. Unlike a video of Brayden saying that charity is classless. I love how the audience was like, you did that. And then they're like, we can't find (laughs) it. We can't find it. We have no video proof. And the one guy's like, roll the tape. It was Berenstein Bears and not (laughs) Berenstein Bears. He claimed that Curious George has a tail. Roll the tape. Hit the gas. (laughs) How about there not being a driver when Aaron's yelling, hit the gas, man. Hit the gas. I mean, that's all tracks. All right. Uh, yeah. So, uh, shout out on my side to Tofu Gestapo as well for sending John Cicada to the Gmail. And I think that's all the shout outs that I have. Poor little Gmail. I know. Gmail's feeling real thirsty these days. So, we're going to obviously wrap up charity season straight into paradise. Is that where I they're taking so. us? I think so. I mean, because it sounds Do like paradise is done. Two tickets to paradise. <laughs> yeah, I was confused by that too. They've already filmed it. It seems to. I mean, they had footage, unless that was all a deep fake. It's wild. Yeah. Are they well, still... I mean, you should film this show during the summer. Well, yeah. No, that's true. I guess it will be. I feel like Paradise used to start a little earlier, so maybe we got a few lot. I do feel like they do like a live ending on Paradise, though, but clearly not. I mean, I I don't know. We'll just have to see how this whole thing unfolds. Hopefully it ends before Christmas time. And then we'll go straight into Gary. Straight into Gary. We're going to, you're going to be hearing us in your ears. And then it'll be Bachelor time. They are taking over our lives. I could use a little break. Nah, I like it. I'm here for it. Just a relentless onslaught of content. Yep. Um, Gary's in the audience at the Mentel Lull. 
Oh yeah, 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 and he's he's there to, to talk about yeah. his journey. We'll get to that. Yeah. I'll get to that. Well, you that was the first it. thing yeah. I saw on the uh-huh. tell all. It was yeah. a big sign that said "Gary date my nana." I loved that. Yeah, yeah. people are out there trying to get Gary to uh, nail their grandmothers. Everybody wants a piece of the Gare Bear. <laughs> Uh, Jesse says that the men are ready to steal, to spill the tea, and I, for one, am very thirsty. Dehydrated. <laughs> Jesse was having a great time. He also says, that's not all we're cooking tonight when he talks about Gary being there. So, yeah, I feel yeah. like Jesse has finally reached that like sweet spot of like liking the job, but also not giving a fuck. Yes. It's the exact right spot that you want to be mm-hmm. in. And Chris hopefully Harrison rode that way for a little while. And then you could tell that his heart just wasn't in it. But then when they threatened to take it away, I feel like he was like, no, it's mine. I love <laughs> my precious it was like Ranger with the <laughs> sticker on his butt. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah you, you don't want to take it away from him but we did can we can we just like kind of hit some yeah let's just hit highlights yeah i one barely took for notes me, brayden's embroidered vest what was the deal with this and, and so tell me how you felt about this embroidered vest i, I thought know. it was so terrible but <laughs> i was highly entertained by it i have to say jesse is right when he was like brayden you like you're always a hundred percent you. Like yeah. you do you like even the embroidered vest is terrible, but you're just wearing it. Yeah. Even though it's terrible and like again, I feel like I'm like begrudgingly. Yeah. He's gonna Ooh, start something starting. Yeah. Costanza. <laughs> yeah. You know the way I work. I'm like a commercial jingle. First it's a little irritating, then you hear it a few times, you're humming it in the shower. By the third date it's by Menon. <laughs> It's Brayden. (laughs) I did. So, I mean, a lot of the kind of conflict in the Mintel all did circle around Brayden. Where did you fall on it? Did you fall on his side? Did you fall on the side of the gentleman? So I'll say I'm still like I don't like Brayden and I'm not a Brayden apologist. But I think that the men came on a little too strong Mm. and they overstated their case. And I think mm. that that made me like, I still am not like team Brayden, but I think I was less like, I don't like him, but I was less annoyed to like balance the scales a little more because the men were so like, Brayden, I also feel like one of the problems that I have with the men and Brayden kind of argued against this, they make that they make too much of a case that uh, requires like decency from Brayden. And it's like, it's a reality show. Like, no, he didn't care that he was interrupting you. He didn't care that he was stealing your time. And I did like, he kind of put it in a nicer way when he was like, I wasn't really thinking about time that I was taking away from Mm -hmm. you. I just wanted to apologize to charity. And like, on the one hand, yeah, that's kind of a douche move. But I mean, we say that all the time. Like you got to look out for yourself on a show like this. And that is the show. I mean, that's one of the things that Adrian said was like, the show is the show. And it's true that part of the show is understanding that the lead is going to be making out with a bunch of dudes. Mm -hmm. But also part of the show is understanding like those dudes probably don't have your back, especially in the early episodes. Yeah. Well, I think I had a kind of similar response of like, you guys are still upset about this? Yeah, like, right. I mean, it's not like he like 
murdered your dad or yeah. something. And like, he got cut. Like, yeah, he got cut. He didn't and even he's, make it that far. I just think these guys always let, and I think the men do it much more than the women. Like the men let the other men like get under their skin mm-hmm. and stay there and live rent free in their head. And so I would love to see a men tell all was like, Another one of the guys like, yeah, you were a dick, but who cares? That was like three months ago. I feel like I don't some, care. like some people. So I actually thought that that was Xavier's response to whatever the fuck that drama is that went down with Peter. No, I know. And fuck I, P. Like, yeah, how are we not getting any of this? Like, I mean, I guess he was cut the first night. Right. But like, how did they hate him enough that they came up with this custom hashtag right. to say fuck you? Right. To some guy that like it is a total dick move, but he was also like, my church saw that. I I know, but My then they were church. like, and then enough of the guys were like, you were such a dick. Like, you were asking about affiliate deal. Like, it did sound like he was a jerk. I just I don't, don't know. It sounded like he was being kind of silly. Like, who do you think's here for the wrong reasons? Like, I would say that, like, yeah. jokingly. In the, or when he's like, I'm going to get some deals. Like, I think he knows he's not going to get some deals. Nobody knows who he right. is. Like, I think they're blowing. <laughs> I'm going to put it on a t-shirt. Yeah. I think they're blowing it out of proportion. I think this entire thing is an exercise in blowing things out of proportion. Well, I like the inflated ego of someone who thinks that they've been on a Zoom like a Zoom call? That's what it was, yeah. right? And that they're using this like really tiny hashtag at the bottom of their profile pics and that that's going to launch this t-shirt that everybody's going to want to buy. I mean, you can see how they exist in this little like microcosm yes. and think that everything is way more important than it is well, and, and think that people know who they are. Sure. Well, and I'll say the show feeds into that narrative as do we. We're talking about yeah. Peter right now yeah. for five minutes. But, but well, it's funny, though, because I was talking to um, somebody about like how these some people go on the show just to be famous. Nobody's famous on this no, show. No, right. That's like, why even I the never... leads. I feel like a season after it's done, you never know who anybody yeah. is. No, that's why I never understand that. I mean, I guess they get some of them get like social media influencer deals a little bit but like god just buy your own hair gummy bears right it's just like it to, to go on this show to get famous seems like a very desperate right attempt. like it's you like really want to be fa- low like mediocre pickings. fame yes yeah. you're going for low hanging fruit right well especially now like early on I could see that, but like it's so oversaturated with people now. Like, right. You're right. Like name someone that was on a season four years ago. No. Like, no yeah. You, you know, nobody that, cares. I think we said this on that separation anxiety episode, but that we kept talking about that about one guy, and I was like, I don't know who this is. Right. I don't like, remember this guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, the other thing is the people who get famous at this point almost always are famous for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Like it's the annoying ones because like a long time ago like what was that woman melissa who got cut like who got chosen by what jake pavilka or somebody and got vienna no not vienna it was maybe it was jason's season whoever he like cut and then chose melissa and and molly yeah melissa and molly and melissa she like hosted some stuff and like like, and ali fedotowski has become like an e-correspondent right like a few of these but that hasn't happened in years yeah it's been it's been a while yeah i would say one of the last people to parlay this into any kind of other career is rachel Lindsay, which was you know yeah 
five, you know, five or six years well, ago. Well, and now. obviously Nick Vial with his therapy. Well, that's true. I mean, this actually replaces a whole therapy masters. Yeah. You can, it's like <laughs> yeah. how the government will count, you know, work equivalents. Yeah. Like this is the equivalent <laughs> of having your masters. Oh, but yeah, I don't know. I felt like there was maybe this season was just a little bit shorter and a little bit less drama filled. It just seemed like the mentel all was full of even a, a higher amount of like dumb stuff. Yes, I think that's what I was getting at too. And again, it's always this way. If you cut this down to a half an hour, right. I think I really would have enjoyed myself. And I kind of did by fast forwarding through all like the recaps yeah, and everything. There just wasn't any really big beef driving the season. And I feel like even the guys who clearly don't love Brayden, it's not like they hate him. I feel like they're just like, you're a douche, man. Right. Well, it's just, it's kind of like there's always that character where it's just like, you are just a douche. Like that is yeah. your, the core of your being is douchiness and there's really nothing that we, we can sit here and argue about it and it doesn't really matter i don't know i'm not sold on it I've, i'm i'm interested to see how and maybe i'll hate brayden on paradise who knows but i would love it if you are hot for i'm him. a real brayhead <laughs> <laughs> i would love hot that. for brayden yeah <laughs> baited more like <laughs> Brayden, Braydo. <laughs> <laughs> now these are t-shirts. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I don't really feel like there was. I don't know. A bunch of the guys weren't wearing socks, but again, we've been there before. Oh, I mean, that's passe at this point. Yeah. Yeah. That these guys aren't wearing. I would be shocked. It's news if all of them are wearing socks. Well, I feel like it says something that truly, like one of the things I was most shocked by was the revelation that there wasn't a driver in that bus when Aaron <laughs> kept yelling, "Hit the gas!" Who are you saying it to? I. I mean, maybe he didn't know. Also, who cares? Like it was that a ghost yeah. driver. <laughs> that driver. <laughs> died 12 years ago i even felt like i feel like they tried to make it look in the preview like xavier gets real mad when he like storms off stage in the preview and then he's going to get a rose that he knitted yes that was uh according to a knitter that i know and date was Uh not a very good knitted rose well i felt like charity herself was like Thank you. Right. Thanks. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will say another a critique of Xavier yeah. was when the fuck Peter hashtag drama, he was like, no one would have known it would have stood for fuck P if Braden hadn't told anybody. Like, yeah, that's the worst you're excuse still doing in the world. It. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, you're pinning it on, like, that's like, I wouldn't have gotten in trouble if you hadn't told the right. principal. So, like, you did an asshole thing. Right. And then it's Braden's, it's on Braden because right. he decided to tell the person what it meant. Right. Which actually, as I think Peter himself said, was like, hey, Braden was a real man and said what it meant, which. That's a real man. That's a real man and real man earrings over there yeah. how did you feel about jesse wearing those earrings i loved it yeah. i loved it i mean i feel like brayden was a 10 out of 10 for me on this mentel all oh it's happening it's happening yes. i'm gonna get you a vest like that that he was wearing yeah. uh, that's very fancy it's very fancy that might be something more for chris i think at this point well... yeah you've kind of <laughs> you have lost your ability to dress me and passed that along I to a new man i will <laughs> give it to laura to give to you <laughs> Uh, yeah, also Brayden just getting his ears pierced. If I got a vest like that, I feel like you would wear it to record. 
It could be your recording vest. I might. I'm not a vest person at all. Few people are. I do, not just for the fashion, but like for the functionality. I feel like you wear sweater vests sometimes. No, I don't have any sweater vests. You used to. I Well, maybe a long time ago. Uh, well, but... no, there's no maybe about it. You did. Find the tapes. I will. Get the tapes. I will. I will yeah. produce footage of Ryan in you, like multiple sweater vests. I would love to see these photos. We'll yeah. post, post them all well, on Insta. Guess what? They're coming. Okay, great. <laughs> all these photos of me in sweater vests are going to hit Insta anytime now. Don't you dare Photoshop the sleeves <laughs> off of sweaters. <laughs> I will. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't have that much else to say. How did you feel about Xavier and Charity's like conversations? Um, I didn't think she was wrong. I thought she was a little tough on him. Like I, I liked it. I mean, she very clearly lays out why she was so mm-hmm. upset. And I will say, I told you so, because she said exactly what I said, which was this was a conversation that needed to happen before the fantasy suite roses were handed out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought... Which, tech, well, I guess you mean the well, roses to go to the fantasy suite. My yes, okay, the rose yes. that would buy you a seat in the suite. A seat in the suite, yeah. yeah. Um, a spot in the suite. So, I mean... I didn't, again, I didn't think she was wrong. I did feel like Xavier was apologetic and then she just kind of like lays into him about the whole thing. So I kind of felt bad for him. I mean, and there was really no other approach for him. And I thought, I mean, I thought he did fine. He kind of had dug himself into a hole that he couldn't dig himself out yeah. of. As I said, I'm sympathetic to men who say the wrong thing at the wrong time, trying desperately to dig themselves out of a hole but that doesn't mean that i'm defending him mm-hmm. sounds yeah. familiar yes it does obvious highlight captain tom being in the oh, audience oh yes we have to the talk Cajun's about back. that or <laughs> <laughs> oh, chastity which one's gonna get rolled from chastity i know he called her chastity yeah. like five times even that. after being yep. corrected and he was like, like well it's chastity to me oh <laughs> Yeah, I loved him. We talked already about my need to insert Leatherhead audio footage. And Ryan also found found out <laughs> that Leatherhead is being portrayed by Rose Byrne. Byrne. In the now release, some of our viewers may have seen or listeners may have seen it's it. It's the Seth Rogen. Yeah, the Seth Rogen Ninja Turtles movie in theaters now. TMNT. So what we'll do, we'll put in some audio of Leatherhead right here, and then we will leave it to the listener's imagination about how Rose Byrne is going to interpret this character. Hey, what you say we stop here? My feet, they are plenty tired. Why don't you rest in that there shade? It'd be plenty cool there, I guarantee I do not care to watch that movie that much, but I am curious about that. I really want to hear just like some audio of it or something. Yeah. <laughs> is she playing it hot? I I'm, I hope so. I mean, Rose Byrne sexy is leatherhead. Yeah. Byrne. Well, and she doesn't. She's like underrated in terms of what she can do and like. And by whom? I think I by rate Hollywood. Her very highly. I think by she's like not a star. Yeah. But she's just but like she she's a reliable. She yeah, that's a what I'm saying. Bit under the radar. Yeah, she, she's like a. Re- 
reliable, like you need the third person in the movie. Yeah. And she and can make be, it Rose Byrne. she can do drama. She can do comedy. She can do it all. Yeah. She can, can she do sing and dance. Me. <laughs> she will do she it. Might she might be. Do, do. I feel like she would be on my list of female Hollywood crushes. Okay. She's up there. Yeah. I like her. Yeah. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She always has a really good bang. She has bangs. Oh, bangs. And it's hard to pull yes. off good bangs. Okay, yeah, it's, yeah. You would bang those bangs. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, Captain Tom was terrific. He gives the rose to Sean. How did you feel about that? Uh, I thought it was weird that they made Captain Tom hand out a rose to either Sean or, or what's it, Tyler? Ty, Ty, Tanner. Tanner, whatever they are. Yeah. See, we already don't remember yeah. who they well, are. Well, you can't because yeah. I feel like your bl- your brain would explode if you tried to remember who Tanner is. <laughs> you would be so, unable to function if you knew I mean, who I'm all these people I mean, I'm barely able were. to function as it is, so. <laughs> another, Sorry, Tanner. <laughs> another highlight for me, of course, yeah. was Jesse in the Bigfoot suit, like additional footage well, of Jesse. Well, you finally and, got to see I it. know. I will say, though, like when whenever somebody does a prank and then says, I wish I could have, you could have seen your faces. That was classic. <laughs> you know they're like way into the prank, like way more into the prank than they need to be. I also, like, could he see their faces? <laughs> he was wearing a full-on Bigfoot costume. Yeah, he was like, that was so good. Like whenever you compliment your own prank. Um, and I say this as someone who startled you earlier today yeah. by throwing a soccer ball at your window. <laughs> yeah, and scared the cat and got her tail all big. Mm-hmm. She ran upstairs. She was looking around the corner. Yeah, real Grizzabella. Real funny. She used real, to be glamorous. <laughs> Isn't and it she fun got, to prank a cat? <laughs> it actually, it is quite fun to prank a cat, and I think you know that. Well. And I think that you, <laughs> if you haven't put a cucumber down next to Izzy yet, you need to get on. I feel it. like she might be a cucumber cat. She yeah. might get pranked by that. Oh, she's gonna get pumped. She's gonna look so dumb. By- <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so good. You should have seen your face. You're an Izzy. idiot, Izzy. <laughs> what a dumb cat. <laughs> Having an instinctual reaction this to cat's something. Never making it to the heavy side. <laughs> uh yeah. I mean, the rest of it. Again, I fast forwarded through Gary. Was there anything important there? Gary. So, I mean, he does have a very sad story about his wife dying of an infection kind of suddenly. Did they make any Viagra jokes? Well, they asked. They didn't. They asked him about the fantasy suites. Yeah. Um, And he was like. I think that's going to proceed like you think it's going to, but a lot of things have to happen. (laughs) Um, So really, no, there wasn't anything big. Again, he had a a sweet story about his wife. They chose somebody with a great backstory. She died of an infection. Yeah, like they had bought their dream house overlooking the lake, and then right after they bought it she like got an infection she had to take her to the hospital and she died a week later what kind of infection i don't know was it e coli uh, no i mean Ryan's i don't know mom has e. Coli. <laughs> no it wasn't e coli yeah God, that's it was a sad sad, sad. situation that is sad. and so now he sits oh. on the lake and looks out at the lake and says this was her dream i don't remember what her name was um but uh, he also says that he really God, wants... Would you keep that house? I feel like I might sell it. I know, especially you just moved there. But like, yeah. But that's you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's not I mean, quite I the same. Die, but yeah. the, the, the handyman AC thought man you died. Thought I did. Yes. And I said, yes, she did. Yeah. Uh, metaphorically. <laughs> <laughs> She's dead to me. Um, 
But did you like him? I liked him. Yeah, he said he hopes that Helen Mirren is available and comes on the show. Oh, okay, Gary. Yeah, I know. Wow. Dame Helen Mirren. (laughs) (laughs) And he also, actually, I really liked this. Jesse was like, so... Are you? Do you think you can find another love like the love you have with your wife? And he was like, "I'm not looking for that. Yeah, like, I'm not. It's a new love. It's a new love." And he's like, "It's yeah. not. I'm 70. The things I'm looking for are different than yeah. when I was in high school and college. And That's so, right. like, We've no, I'm not. About that ourselves. Yes, like, no, I'm not. And I liked because sometimes those questions get so trite, right? And I think it's nice when they kind of like question the premise of the question itself. Question, question. the question. Yes. It's like that old Unitarian hymn. You, what is it? Sing, sing a little bit. <laughs> Sometimes to, to stop me the face of me. Question truly is the answer. <laughs> I'm sure if I heard it, I you would, would recognize it. it. Yeah. Do, 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 do. You recognize that that too. I mean, I think that's every single Unitarian hymn. The nice the thing about the Unitarian Church that's both good and bad is that you get like a smattering of songs from all over the place. But they can't pick the really good ones because the good ones are like from Christianity are too are too Christian. I love it when they co-opt them. No, they but they take the tune and then they rewrite it with a bunch of like you you hippie crap. Yeah, like here's a old rugged. We'll be taking that. We'll take the tune of Old Rugged Cross and we'll make it our own thing. Put our own spin on it. They're like Weird Al. (laughs) They're the Weird Al of the spiritual world. (laughs) Actually, that is true. That is not inaccurate. You got anything else to say? Uh, The Bachelorettes came... That yeah, you it. did. You'd already told me some I of the highlights from that. Them coming in kind of like a Justice League situation, oh, yeah. you know? Yeah, like that was we always need this. a little bit yeah. of our like that was part of our screenplay idea. Was oh, the idea yes. that there was like a Bachelor Super League yes. that would like unite of all the people who would like come yeah. and help out. Bob Guinea Pilot Pete. But for hours oh they Maybe would, not you, Pete. Pilot Pete would fly them in. Would he though, or is he too busy banging in a windmill? Doing the old windmill move. Banging in a windmill. <laughs> That's John Cicada, right? It's uh, it is uh, the Beats. It's the Beats. Yeah. The Beats. London <laughs> Beats. <It's, laughs> It is the band from the cartoon Doug. <laughs> oh, oh, they uh, have right. That song, banging, banging on, on a, a trash, trash can. can. Okay, yeah. Strumming on a street light. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Banging on a trash can. Drumming on a street light. I believe we've put that in before. I feel like we have two, and I worth, don't know why. Yeah, it, it's back again, though. Uh, it's back again. <laughs> Um, yeah, they didn't have anything worthwhile to say. <laughs> so, uh, Doughton is going to be the winner of this whole thing. You want to take a bet? I mean, I'm not going to, what am I, I'm not going to bet against I'll that. I'll go with Joey. You're going to bet for, you're yeah. just doing that for sport. All uh, right, what's the bet? She said that it was an eternal love. Okay. If you win, I have to wear the embroidered vest to record. Who's getting it? Who's buying it? You. Laura. No, I'm going to need you to buy it, Laura. You're, you're buying I'll the find embroidered it. vest. I'll, no, if I win, you have to wear that embroidered vest on a date with Laura. <laughs> 
Now, I'm not dragging Laura into this. Well, I'm not making a bet have. on her Ooh, behalf. Well, I know someone who knits. You already did. Uh, we, we can't make bets on her behalf. I'll wear it to teach in. Okay. I do like that. Okay. How about, do you want to wear it to teach in or to like a fact, wear to a faculty meeting? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll wear it to some sort of professional function. <laughs> what do I get if, when I win? I feel like Dawn it has to be small the, because you know the odds are in your favor. The odds are in my favor. Um, I don't know. You, you have to wear the embroidered I'm vest not we- to no, record. I'm not wearing the embroidered vest. That's your deal. <laughs> that no, that is your biggest. You come up with deal. something else that means something to you. This embroidered vest, I feel like, is my thing. <laughs> you have to prank the cat. Well, I'll do the cucumber. You'll prank. do the cucumber I'm prank. Gonna do it okay, anyway. So I know. it's a win-win. It's a win-win-win. Okay.
is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.